Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI podcasting, the, uh, the, uh, you know, let's say the game six clay of podcasting, you know? So we're, um, I was, I was actually supposed to have a guest today, but, um, we had to reschedule. He works for the NBA. So he um, he had to actually work a little bit late before this game four happens. So we had to reschedule. I was going to get him on. We we're going to break down the playoffs and all of this and see, see, um, yeah, see what, what his thoughts are on, on uh, this, this finals and, and who's going to win and all that. But um, yeah, he unfortunately had to reschedule, but that's, that's fine. Hopefully, when we get him on, it's still it's still playoff time. What's up, Jazz? Um, yeah, hopefully it's still playoff time, and we can uh, we can get busy with some breaking down. But even if it's not playoff time, still we can probably talk about um, all of the all of the you know the off season shit that goes down. You know, so the Kyrie's, the KD's of it all. So, so it'll be good regardless when we get him on the, on the show. And he's a friend of the show. He's all, he's already been on the show. Um, Curtis Oakley, um, nephew of the great Charles Oakley. Um, shit, man. So, so I don't really have a whole lot to talk about. So today's probably going to be me going through the emails and seeing what kind of advice I can give. And, um, uh, poor posture of the week and all that shit, but, um, yo, uh, I was, I was thinking the other day about, um, I was talking about this kid that was, he, he wrote in for some advice last week, um, maybe Tuesday night, uh, Wednesday, I don't know, whenever the hump day episode is, Wednesday, hump day, right? So I, um, I was thinking about that kid because he was like 15 years old. And I was like, you sure you should be listening to this shit? But then I realized that when I was 15, I was I was definitely, definitely like into uh, mature activities, you know? So I was I was definitely listening to gangster rap at that time. Definitely watching like scary movies and that type of shit. Um, what else was I doing? Engaging with uh, females, you know, um, little bit of the, the, uh, you know, after dark type of, type of arrangements, but, um, that makes me, when was the first time, the first time that I ever actually touched a crotch, you know, I was probably, I won't, no, let's, it doesn't matter about age, but I remember what happened was, um, we were, we were young, we were relatively young and we didn't really want to tell people. So we didn't. So we kept it a secret and we had, we had arranged to, uh, you know, do some, do some, um, risky business, you know? So, um, we did all this and, um, we, yeah, we actually, we told, we didn't tell anybody about it except, um, my, 
my, I guess my idea of um, keeping it a secret was to um, just start calling all my friends virgins, bro. So that's where that um, slang comes from a little bit. I, I When people do dumb shit or whatever, sometimes I call them poor posture, which comes from international heme. Um, the global go-getter, uh, Mr. Um, now you see him, now you don't, aka Houdini, because he's never on the podcast. So the podcast is, look at me, this is my podcast now, you know? So it's like that kind of thing. Um, and then what else? Um, yeah, virgin. So, so yeah, I started calling people virgins. Like, you, oh, you, oh, you're a virgin, bro. You know, like that. So, um, but then that sort of just carried on probably through the rest of my life. Cause I still say that for sure. Like if, like last night I was watching the footy and Tom Lynch fucking just kept missing goals, dude. Like I was like, what, what a virgin, bruh, you know, but this kid, you know, like, so I'm talking about how young he is and stuff. And then I started thinking about like young, youngins and like watching porn and like lo- the loss of innocence, I guess. And, um, it made, it made me think about primary school, uh, or, um, what do you call it? Uh, um, elementary school, right? So it made me start thinking about that. And when I started thinking about that, I remembered that there was this girl in like probably fifth grade or sixth grade, maybe fifth or sixth grade. And she was sexually, um, you know, suggestive. And when she, and so she she would, uh, she would talk about her body in ways that I wasn't really like familiar with. Right. So, but she actually, but, and I still wasn't like, it wasn't really exciting me because I'm going to be honest. And this is why I'm not going to say names today, but she had bad breath, bro. And I was worried about it. And I remember one time actually having a dream that I kissed her and vomiting afterwards. I didn't vomit after my dream, but in my dream, I kissed her and vomited because of her bad breath. Cause she has bad breath in real life. And this is, this is a dream I had, bro. This is how her breath affected my sleep. Her breath infiltrated my nightmares, bruh. You know? Her breath, her breath, you know, kept me up at night. And she didn't even live with me, you know? Um, but yeah, there was her. She and she had a friend, and they both were uh quite probably the most developed young ladies in the school at the time, right? And I'm not being a pervert because this is, I was, I was young at the time. So this is just me remembering those days. And so what's up, Tread Sled? Um, so, so I was just remembering those times, right? So she, uh, her and her friend were overly developed or most developed in the, in the year at school or in the, maybe the whole school, they was developed, right? And, um, they were the first titties I ever touched. And you're probably going to be like, which one, Clay? Um, the one with the bad breath or the other one? Well, to be honest, bro, my first titty touch was a double touch, bro. You remember Instagram double tap? I got a double touch, bro. Wait, and this, this was probably in like 19... Shit. No, this is probably in like, yeah, 1999 or the year 2000, maybe. This might have been a, a Y2K titty touch. Okay, so, um, and it was double. It was a double touch. So, that, 
that was the first time that I actually touched um, the top half of a of a woman, you know. So, um, but then um, I think one of them's actually a single mom, so they they might actually want some of that welcome to the potty uh, sort of charity love. But I'm not going to tell you their names. Um, so who knows if they ever listen to this, they probably know who they are. Um, unless, cause some people have terrible breath, bro. And they don't ever get told that and they never find out and they just keep having bad breath. So this girl might still have bad breath, but rumor had it that she was actually, um, tricking. And I don't know. I don't know that girls that get caught up in that still attend school, but she actually, actually, now that I think about it, she actually didn't, she actually missed school quite regularly, bro. And I'm probably not out of line here if I say right now that she's she's probably not a doctor today. Um, but anybody can be anything, apparently. That's what they used to tell me anyway. So she might be a doctor, but she's probably not a doctor. And she might have a child too, but the other one certainly does have a child and she's a single mom and she also still attends uh, music festivals, even though she has a kid at home and she's a single mom. So I guess her mom is just a granny that is looking after um, kids as well. So that's, and that's fine. But you know, sometimes when you're a mom, you maybe don't go to music festivals and you spend that money on diapers or something like that would probably be smarter, but that's all right. That's all good, bro. Um, but I remember these two girls, they used to actually, and I, and you know, we come to, we kind of travel down this road a little bit here at the welcome to the party podcast. It happens, but I actually, uh, remember these two girls used to bully me for being black, right? And, um, and that's fine, bro. But, but, um, what, what do you think they think about that now? Because being black, bro, being black is the new black, bro. You know, it is cool to be black, dude. Um, this is my cunt mug, but it's, it's starting to go cold. So you don't really see it anymore, but, um, dude, being black is dope, bro. Imagine, okay, imagine wearing like a dope outfit, right? And then you, you got some like two, three, $400 shoes on, right? And a white guy comes up to you and says, Hey, nice shoes, bro. You actually might second guess yourself a little bit and maybe, maybe think about getting, getting rid of those shoes even. But a black dude comes up, bro. An urban gentleman comes up to you and says, nice kicks, homie. Your body might just start going a little bit hard in the middle. And that's what happens. That's what happens when a black dude um, expresses interest in your fashion choices, bro. And um, you might just, yeah, you might just chub up some, you know? So, um, like a black dude's just crossing dudes up and doing layups. And as he's laying the ball in, he's just like, oh, nice kicks, bro. And you're like, oh, shit, Ray likes my shoes. And that is what it's like, bro. That's what it's like to be black now. And it used to not be that cool. It used to actually be something that you would get bullied about. So uh, who's laughing now? Um, titty twins, you know? Um, but, but I would like, bro, those girls, bro, you know, that bullied me but also let me touch their titties. How confusing is that, bro? But then imagine this. These days, they're, bro, white people are putting themselves in 
ovens to look like us, bro. There's businesses. There's businesses, bro, where they just open up a big oven and you put your whole body in it and just start cooking, bro, to look like us. <laughs> that is fucking funny, bro. That is funny. That's funny. So you, so I just, I'm just looking at you with your skin cancer, and I'm just here, just looking, just caramel, bro. You know, I'm just like shit. And you've just got, you've got to, in like twenty years, you got to go to the doctor and go get spots burnt off of your body, bro. Damn. Um, but that's mad funny, bro. And like girls, girls are like injecting shit into their lips, bro into their lips to get big lips like us, silicone in their titties, in their butt cheeks, bruh. What? Bro, I've got two friends or maybe three friends that's builders, dude. And they use silicon to like stop leaks and all types of shit, bro. And you're go you're gonna put that in your titties, bro. What? <laughs> wow, bruh. You're gonna You're trying to get a fat ass like a black person? By putting building materials in your butt? Crikea, bro. You know? But that's just that's just the evolution of man, bro. And sometimes you don't realize how cool shit is until it's too late. And now all of a sudden you gotta cook yourself and fill yourself with building products. Um but that's that's that black magic, bro. It's got it's got everyone confused, man. And that's um that's probably 10 minutes. That's probably 10 minutes of the live stream. So you know where to find us. Welcome to the party on everything. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can look up welcome to the party. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If um, if your friend hits us up and says, hey, Treads, um, Treads told me about welcome to the party and I've been listening, um, then I will, I will be like, well, I need to talk to Treads about his favorite charity. So I can donate $5 to that charity because that's a referral bonus. All right. So if you tell a friend to tell a friend and your friend tells me that they got told by you, then you get a referral bonus to your favorite charity, bro. And that's how it works here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And that's what we do. All right. So um, remember, don't bully people that's going to end up being cooler than you in 20 years. And um, don't touch a titty when you're too young. Oh, hold on. We got, we got a uh, comment here. Bro, the, the first time I saw Deontay Wilder's hair, I thought no one else could rock that. But man, you're close. Love it. <laughs> I like that. That's a, And that's what you call a compliment. Um, and Deontay Wilder. Oh, all right. Well, before before I end the live stream, I'm just going to I'm just going to talk about the fight this week. So. Anthony Joshua lost to um, Andy Ruiz Jr. Um, and uh, I talked about this on the Hump Day episode, I believe. Um, TKO, Anthony Joshua, his first loss. And Anthony Joshua's been ducking a fight with Deontay Wilder for a long time. And now that fight can't happen because he just lost to some dude at like 30 to 1 odds. You know, so it's going to have to be a rematch between Ruiz and uh, Joshua first. Um, and I think Joshua will come back. I don't think he took the fight serious enough because Ruiz looked like the fucking Michelin man. But I think I think if he comes, if he comes back, um, Joshua will win as long as he doesn't hang out with Drake because that Drake curse shit. I don't know, bro. 
I think the fight almost was fixed, bro. Because this Drake curse shit is marketing ploy. Anyway, I think the best the best fight in boxing at the moment is a, a rematch between Wilder and Fury. I think um, Wilder puts uh, Ruiz to sleep, obviously, um, and he puts Joshua to sleep. Um, what did they call it? A tie? Was it a tie between Wilder and Fury? I think it was, but I mean, whatever, man. Uh, I think I think Wilder Wilder's Wilder's uh, punch he hits so fucking hard, bro. That like, um, yeah. If you if you get clocked, it's over for you. And somehow Fury got up, and that's fine. But but Wilder came into the game so late in life, and he's actually. Like if you watch, if you watched his last fight, he's actually, he's doing body shots and all shit. He's actually getting much better at fighting. So it's not just, he's not just waiting for that knockout punch. He's actually fighting a little bit. And I think Wilder, I'd say Wilder and Fury are tied for number one in the world. And then you've got, you've got Joshua. I would have had Joshua at two and I probably still do have him at two. Well, three. Um, Cause you got Wilder Fury tied for first, Joshua at three and then... I don't even know if Ruiz is actually four, bro. He might be, he might be, but um, shit, he wasn't even on my radar and I'm a boxing fan and he came out there and um, I mean, he's been boxing his whole life and he's fundamentally not flawless, but definitely fucking on top of things. So um, yeah, so that's what I think is, uh, I don't even know who, who, who Wilder's going to fight next. I think Wilder might have to, Mm. We just need we just need that Wilder Fury rematch, bruh. For real. Um Yeah, man. I forgot really where I was going with that whole thing, but thanks for the compliment. Um I actually was trying to sort of emulate Gerald Green from the Houston Rockets, but um I will I will take the I'll take Wilder, not in a fight, but like I'll take I'll take the compliment that my hairstyle sort of looks like his. But anyway. I've definitely gone over the 10 minutes of live here. So sorry, Jay, um, you just joined, but um, the live's ending, but you know where to find us. Welcome to the party on everything. Um, I hope I hope you guys have a good long weekend. Hell yeah, man. And um, uh, yeah, you know what it is. Bung, bung. And that was the, uh, that was the live, that was the live stream of the Welcome to the Party podcast. Um, and shit. Uh, we got some things here. Um, I'm not going to go into like the actual news thing cause I don't have heaps of news, but I did, I did read something about the law, the, the, the lawmakers in, in Alabama. I don't know why I was still on my phone up. Um, the lawmakers in Alabama, um, voted to force chemical castration on all, mm, sorry for the burp, chemical Castration on all sex offenders in Alabama, bro. So you, you go out there and you inappropriately fuck, bro. So without consent, you're going out there and you're not even consensually fucking, bro. And you're just, you're just stealing. You're just shoplifting from the fuck store, bro. Someone's going to burn your nuts off, dude. You're going to be, you're going to be that Mike, bro. That Mike Jack, bro. And you're going to have to, if you want to do any more sex, sex offenses, you're going to have to do it orally, bro. And that's, that's what it is. And it sounds pretty barbaric, bro. But like for real, if you're going to be a sex offender, you don't, you, 
you know how you used to do bad things as a kid? Like, um, you get, you get a new set of like crayons and you draw on the walls and you get your crayons taken away. Cause that's not what you're supposed to do with crayons. You get given a dick, bro. And you go and you just go raping. That's not what you're supposed to do with your dick, bro. So I'm taking your dick. And that's how Alabama is going to try handle things now. And I, I don't agree with um, Alabama all the time. Uh, but this, I mean, fuck it. Don't sex offend and you can keep your, your nutsack. You know what I mean? Like, we can start complaining about like, oh, this is barbaric. This is so antiquated and all this. And that's fine, Brad. And you can, you can have problems with it. And there's always going to be problems with everything. And valid problems too. But also, don't rape, you know? Don't stick your fingers in places they shouldn't be. And even if you're using your fingers, you should still get your nuts taken away. Or maybe they should castrate your fingers. And now, instead of doing this, this is what you look like, bro. Like shaka almost. You know? So, if you start fucking doing anything that you shouldn't be doing, we take that from you. Remember, remember in some countries, when you steal shit, they cut your hands off. So, if you fuck something you shouldn't be fucking, bro, we're taking your nuts, bro. And that's what it is. And, um, yeah, I don't know if I agree with it or if I don't, but I certainly don't agree with raping, you know, so don't rape and then you can keep your, keep your peace. Um, yeah, as I, I don't remember if I even said at the top of the episode, we were supposed to have Curtis on the show today. Um, he's not on the game. The game starts in, uh, 40 minutes, 38 minutes actually, uh, in, in real time. But we're not live anymore. So you guys, when you hear this, the game's definitely over. But I want to be finished doing this potty before the game starts. So I might rush through this a little bit. I hope I'm not talking too quickly. But, you know, I like to watch my... I like to watch me some NBA, bruh. Oh. God damn. Sometimes I talk too much and I let my coffee go cold. And it's hard. Like, I don't really like... I like iced coffee. But, like... I like it when it starts off as iced coffee. I don't want my hot coffee to end up being cold and I just have to drink a cold coffee, bro. That's not really the way that it works. It's cold from the start or it's hot from the start, bro. And if it's hot from the start, you drink it hot. If it's cold from the start, guess what, dude? You drink it cold. And if it's summertime and my cold one, the ice melts and then it warms up, I don't want it. Because that one's diluted anyway. Anyway, fuck, sometimes I just get on tangents but um yeah this game so last game game three um some part owner of the warriors mark uh mark stevens assaulted kyle lowry so kyle lowry jumped into the crowd to try and save a loose ball right and then this um owner like pushed him like this and you can see you can see that on the on the youtube version of the welcome to the potty podcast but he fucking pushes him and hopefully money making mitch can put a little uh little clip right here and and i guess he he kept he kept saying um to kyle larry go fuck yourself and that's cool man like that's trash talk but you're a part owner dude and you need to know how to conduct yourself and if i did that shit if i was sitting with my feet on the wood bro i would get banned for life and this dude got banned for one year um and he also had a five hundred thousand dollar fine um now, I don't know. I, I guess he's still allowed to own the team, but would you would you want to still if you got banned from your own team? That's lit. Um, this dude is the 292nd richest person in the world. And um, he's, like, he's worth a few billion dollars, right? And they... 
I've been seeing a lot of these sports analysts saying like, you should know how to conduct yourself. Hey, guess what, bro? When you got money like that, when you, when you crack 1 billion, like, and that's just money that is almost impossible to spend, right? It's hard to remember how to act, bro, probably. If I had a billion dollars and I always like, I always like to say, bro, like I want to be myself and like, I just want to stay true to myself and all that shit, bro. But you give me a billion dollars, bro. I might forget how to act real quick, bro. Bro, I remember, I remember when I fucking, I first started getting paid, bro. I first got some money in my pocket and I wasn't like asking for pocket money from my parents, bro. I started acting up a little bit, bro. And I don't mean like I thought I was better than cats, but I mean, I was spending it, but I was, I was buying drinks for people that I didn't know. And I was like, shit, bro. I was, I was excited, man. And maybe that dude was just excited. And maybe he was also a little bit mad because, um, now Toronto is actually up two one. And I said Toronto, but apparently it's actually Toronto and it's, and it's not Toronto. It's actually Toronto because they don't know. They don't say they're their O's right, but they say that we don't say our, our O's right either. Um, when I say no, bruh, they say that it sounds like nor, and I don't think it does, but maybe it does. And, um, this is what I mean when I get on to like, like, I didn't think I was going to talk about pronunciation today, but I am. And that's, that's just how it is at the welcome to the potty podcast is rough, rugged and raw. And, there's just going to be no cuts. There's never any cuts, bro. And there's, there's no editing. Sometimes Money Maker Mitch puts a little sound over the top and it just goes like, it just get a little bit of that, um, uh, that sound bite over the top of it. And it's like that. Easy money. And that's how Money Maker Mitch does it. And he sometimes just unzips, bro. <laughs> See, and that's how, and that's how he does it. And sometimes, um, sometimes, he might even pull a quote from a movie or some shit, dude. Yes, no, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. And sometimes, um, money making Mitch just be cash and checks, dude. Uh, anyway, I don't know what I... I <laughs> thanks, Triple M. Anyway... Um, then also same game, Jay-Z and Beyonce is sitting on the wood, uh, and that's, and that's no home loans, bro. But, um, some woman who was the wife of one of these warriors owners, and I don't even know if it was the same owner, but she's leaning over Beyonce trying to talk to Jay-Z and you could see like Beyonce looked a little bit frustrated and gave her a little up and downsy look. And she even tried to get her shoulder in the mix, like just to try and like cut the, cut that eye contact or some shit or try and like split the, uh, split the combo up or some shit, you know? And, and that's cool. Like Beyonce, you know, do your thing. But, um, what am I talking about? Shit. I don't know. Um, what else we got here? Oh yeah, that's right. That woman that was trying to talk to Jay-Z. Fans of Jay-Z and Beyonce started giving her death threats. And it's like, what are you cats doing? She can talk to him. Like, Jay-Z isn't only allowed to talk to Beyonce. Like, give it a break. And you're just a fan. You don't even know him. And you're sending death threats, bruh? Get real, please. Please sort your shit out, people. 
the internet's so crazy. Everyone's so fucking crazy. And you know what? If you get a death threat, if you send a death threat, you should be, um, that should be illegal. Is it illegal? You shouldn't be able to just start telling people you're going to kill them, bro. Cause I'll kill you. <laughs> um, now my question is, will the warriors tie up the series today? And my answer is yes, because they have to, because my prediction was Warriors in five. And that's already not going to happen. The best they can do is six. Um, Clay's back today. Uh, Durant's still out. I think I think Iguodala's got a niggle. Um, and that's not a tiny black person. That's, a, that's an injury that's bothering him. Um, so... Yeah, man, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I I have to say I have to keep faith in the Warriors, and I'm not. I'm a Bulls fan, but you got to adopt the Warriors. And hey, does that make me a bandwagon fan? Maybe, but I just like the way they play. But I was actually the bandwagon I actually jumped on. If I'm going to be honest, is the Milwaukee bandwagon because I mean Antetokounmpo looks just like Lavelle anyway, so I'm already friends with Lavelle, which means I'm basically almost friends with Antetokounmpo. So I just follow, I just followed him, bro. You know, so whatever, that's, that's one part of it. That's one part of it. But I'd say I'm going to go Warriors today by, um, let's say five points. And I'm not a, I'm not a uh, betting agency, a sports betting agency. So I'm not going to say 4.5, five points. They're going to be about five fucking points. All right. That's it. No, six points. No four points. No four point five points. Five fucking points, bro. Um. Uh. Do, 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 do. Trump. Fucking Trump said some shit this week about. To uh, he told NASA that uh the moon. What do you say? The moon is so fifty years ago. <laughs> that dude is a wild cowboy, bro. He just he. Right, is he just trying to go viral? And it's easy to go viral if you're the president. Like, if I said that shit, it wouldn't go viral. But that dude's so funny, bro, because he definitely doesn't believe that. And you guys are getting so heated about it. Like, what? what's he talking about the moon like that for? Bro, because he's trying to rub you the wrong way, bro. And I think that's better than him trying to rub you the right way, because hashtag me too, bro. You know? So just relax, dude. I think he's just joking. And maybe he's not. But it's funny either way, bro. Oh, T Grizzly came out with a new album. Um, Let's just see. I haven't even listened to any of it yet. So let's just see if uh, we can go to YouTube and just pull up like... Um, let's see if we can just pull up some T Grizzly off his new album. And um, you can also listen to any music that's ever been played on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, there's a Welcome to the Potty playlist on Spotify. So just Google Welcome to the Potty. The podcast will come up, but also the playlist will come up. So you can um, you can do that. And that um, that's just another thing that we do. We're just trying to do a bunch of different shit, dude, here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. All right. We're just going to listen to a bit of one song here. All right. Uh, and this song's called Preach by T Grizzly on his new album, Scriptures. Hey, they trying to bury us, right? I ain't know he was seized though. Grew into some crazy shit. Millie on me now, you ain't know that digital. And some low key on your block, you ain't know that digital. Had to cut into an op like you ain't know that is. You ain't know that is. You ain't know that is. 
This shit I rap be facts, I ain't just dropping bars. Bro, no can see a car seat, they still gon' chop the car. I ain't tripping if the police get my ops. Some niggas ain't finna survive in prison. My niggas got the yards. I like, I actually like that. Um, I just cut it a little bit. I cut it mad short because of the fact that we can get kicked off of um, everything if we play too much of it. But, um, I mean, T Grizzly, he, he obviously has that style and he kind of keeps with it. Um, he kind of keeps doing that style and that's cool. He doesn't switch it up a lot. Uh, I like it though. And he's kind of like, he's kind of like Meek Mill, bro. Like Meek Mill is a great fucking rapper. I, I wouldn't call him the best of all time, but I like to listen to him. And he does the same shit all the time, bro, with different words. It's the same song with different words, you know? And sometimes that's what the Welcome to the Potty is. It's the same idea, bro. You know, you know what you're coming in for? Some poor posture. Some listen to this fuck shit, you know, some anecdotes, you know, some swear words. But you know it's going to be different things though every time. So it's the same shit, different things. So it's different shit, but the same shit, you know. So that's what I like about T Grizzly. And um, his new album is called uh, um, Scriptures. And that song was called Preach. Um... Let's uh, let's move on to some advice if if we can, money maker Mitch. So if you can just uh, give us that that sound bite. That ain't no problem. All right. So we've got we've got this. This was the first email. How do I keep him from pushing me away? Um, Matt and I have been friends for years, but. Recently, it started heading towards a relationship and fast. Everything was going great. We were making plans, talking constantly and having fun. But then suddenly he found out his mom has cancer. Ever since that day, he barely speaks to me. I understand that he's going through a really difficult time, but I wish he wouldn't push me away. I want to be there for him. Is there something I can do? And I think you sort of answered your question there, Rose. Her name's Rose. And I like it when ladies listen to the Welcome to the Potty podcast and I like it when they write in because sometimes I feel like this is pretty masculine, bit bit male heavy. And um, I'm glad that uh, females can listen to this. Um, but Rose, I think you answered it there. You, you want to be there for him and um, just, just say that. Just let him know you're there for him. Give him his space. He's going through it a little bit. Um, ask him if there's anything he needs. Um, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think you guys live together or anything, but you know, some people deal with it. Everyone deals with shit in different ways. And I think, you know, it's good that he's feeling upset. I think the worst thing would be if he was still fucking chirpy and super happy and his mum was dying or maybe she's not even, she might not even be dying. She's just, she's got cancer. You said, but you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to deal with that sometimes for some, and for, for some people, his emotions, maybe he, uh, maybe he's not super comfortable, um, releasing his emotions in front of you, even though you've been friends for a long time, you're, you're in a different world now that you're in a romantic relationship. So maybe he's just not comfortable releasing his emotions in front of you. And maybe he's just locking up a little bit, you know, withdrawing, um, so just, you know, give him his space, allow him to do that and tell him that you're there for him and that you can, you know, you're happy to do what he wants. And if you need to, if, if you need to slow down the relationship or whatever, and you probably do, you said it was moving pretty fast. 
I would say just, you know, slow it down right now because he needs, you know, he probably needs less things to worry about rather than more things, especially in a new relationship. It would be more worrisome maybe if it was an established relationship. But you said you guys have been friends for a long time, so just give him that friendship that he needs right now. And, um, you know, it'll it'll all play out the way it'll play out. And that's hard. That's that's sometimes hard to deal with when people say that. But, um, yeah, I think, I think just support him. Don't worry about your relationship right now. You need to be there for him while he's experiencing this difficult time. Um, and I hope, I hope that's not annoying. I, I mean, some people, sometimes it's hard to give advice because some people just want something to be fixed straight away. But I would just say that um, he's going through something real tough. So just be there for him and support him through through this time. And then then when uh, when it's time to talk relationships, talk relationships. But right now, don't be selfish. Don't don't worry about your relationship. Worry about how he's coping with his mother. Um so that was Rose. Thank you, Rose. And um, Moneymaker Mitch, if you don't mind telling Rose that it's it's not a it's not gonna be a problem, bro. We got another one from Steph. And I don't know if this is like a Stephanie or a Stefan. I think it's a Stefan or Stefan because talking about pregnancy. My girlfriend disagrees on the topic of abortion. Is it a deal breaker? She said that if we were to accidentally get pregnant and wouldn't immediately do something about it, she would keep the baby. I'm not of the same opinion and I feel like this is a pretty big deal. While she says I'm making it bigger than it really is, um, it's as is really rare for it to happen using condoms. Am I unreasonable? Um, just to be clear, we're 20 years old. Dude, just don't get her pregnant, I suppose, man. Just fucking, just strap up, you know? And if she's not using if she's not using the pill, make sure you're strapped up. And also, even if she is using the pill, make sure you're strapped up. You're young, bro. And um, to be honest, 20, a lot of people that are in relationships when they're 20 don't stay in them relationships. So you don't want to knock her up, bro, especially if she's going to keep it. And the way the way it is, bro, is it's her body and she she gets to make that decision, you know? And that can be unfair at times. And I've talked about this before because if you want to keep it and she doesn't, she'll get rid of it, bro. And then that's that's just your fucking problem, you know? So, but you just need to respect that it's her body. And if she doesn't want to fucking, um, if she doesn't want to uh, have an abortion or whatever, then that's that's it. And that's, that's a fucking, that's a risk, bro. And you're 20 years old. So you just need to weigh up the risk, weigh up the risk, uh, assessment, bro. Cons versus pros. Um, and I would say, dude, odds are you're not going to end up together. So that's, and I don't mean to be dark, bro, but you know, young people just want to fuck, you know, young people want to get out there and you probably, you, you probably think about it from time to time. You're probably, if you're, you know, you're probably still stroking yourself, bro. Especially if you're nervous that you're going to get someone pregnant, you got to, you got to shoot out them little, you got to shoot out your family as quickly as possible. And I don't mean, I don't mean shooting with a gun. I mean, you got to, you know, those little, those pre-kids, bro. 
that spunk. So sometimes, sometimes you're probably just like, instead of fucking, you're probably just self uh, soothing or something. And if that's what you're doing, bro, then I would, I would suggest maybe ending that relationship because you, you don't want to be in a situation where you got a kid by a girl that you were just with when you were 20. And you probably think you love her, bro. And maybe you do. And maybe, you know, that's fine. I, lo- I love people when I was 20. But guess what? If I had a kid with one of those girls when I was 20 and I'd still had a kid right now, a little nine-year-old kid, bro, fuck, I'll be mad at myself, dude. Some kid that just is never going to have a, a solid family, you know, and has to have two dads and shit, maybe even two moms. Fuck that. Don't do it to him. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to a, a, a potential kid, bro. You can either break up you can date and not have sex. <laughs> yeah, fucking right, bro. Um, uh, you can you can just strap up, like I said earlier, and she can be on the pill, or you can strap up and use a bit of that spermicidal lube that they talk about on Superbad, bro. Look at my gigantic bottle of spermicidal lube, you know. So you can do that. You can just strap up, bro. And use sperm cell lube, stuff like that. And, um, or you can just fucking risk it, bro. Like a, like an idiot. And, uh, and then if you, if you risk it and you get her pregnant, don't write back into the welcome to the potty podcast asking what to do. Cause I just told you what to do now. So if you get her pregnant, that's on you, bro. Okay. Be careful. There's so many girls out there too, and some of them actually will get an abortion. So maybe fuck, like fuck around with one of them for a while until you figure out who you want to have a kid with, bro. You know, you're 20. You don't want a kid, dude. Um, and that's my advice for Steph. So, and that's a male called Steph. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Um, what do we got here? My twenty, uh, my twenty-nine-year-old girlfriend of two and a half years told me it's a deal breaker if I switch from Apple to Android iPhone. She's not joking. She is seriously distraught at the idea of me having an Android when she has an Apple phone. I'm speechless and don't know how to react. Has it? Um, I'll tell you this. What's your name, bro? Will. All right, Will. Here's the thing. Your girlfriend is unstable, bro. And what she wants is them red, them red receipts. She wants to know if you don't read her texts or not. And what you need to do is um, maybe just get rid of her. She clearly has some sort of issue. Like, like uh, she's definitely unstable, bro. And if, the, if, if something like this, bro, is a... You're going to... First of all, you don't want someone that's doing ultimatums with you, bro. Because that breeds resentment. Someone that's going to say, do this or... This is the consequence. You don't want that. Unless you're in the wrong. And we're talking about phones here, bruh. We're talking about phones, bruh. We're talking about fucking phones, bruh. You don't want that. You don't want that, bruh. Get out of there. And that's the bottom line. And would I give any... Do I have a part two to my advice? No. This girl This girl is unstable, bruh. She's... she's Obviously, um, I don't know, she's a control freak or some shit, or she, um, she's had a bad experience, obviously, with Android. And that's not your fault. You're not an Android, bruh. Unless you are, and you didn't make that clear. 
Um, but I don't think that there's that many androids out there that's dating human girls. So I, I don't think you're an android dude, but, um, I would say in my experience, Apple's better than iPhone. I mean, Apple is an iPhone. Apple's better than Android. Um, but also I would say break up with your girl regardless because she's, she's just not going to be doing it for you or me or anybody else. And she's probably going to, she's probably going to end up single with a lot of cats, bro. That's what she sounds like. What is her problem? Okay, bro. I'm, and you know what? I was about to say no disrespect, but I, all the disrespect to your girlfriend, bro, break up with her. I've got no more advice for you, dude. That's wild, bro. What? She's going she's gonna to give you an ultimatum over an iPhone, dude? Come on. I think you know the fucking answer to that one, bro. Get rid of her. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. What's this? Is it okay to gift my current girlfriend gifts I got from my ex? What? My ex gave me all the gifts I gave to her and I just found them. Is it okay to give them to my current girlfriend? Uh, dude... If you're going to do that, I would be, I would just dead ass be honest. I'd be like, when I broke up with my ex, she gave me this shit back that I gave her. I don't know if you want it, have a look at it. If you want it, that's fine. If you don't, I understand. I'll sell it or throw it away. You know, I wouldn't be fucking pretending, bruh, that you're this hero that went and bought her all this shit. Because if she finds out, dude, it is a fucking Caesar salad wrap, bruh. Do not lie about this. Do not, do not withhold information. Put it on the table, bro. And if you're nervous about it, if you're nervous about actually telling her, that means that you know she's not going to be comfortable and you shouldn't do it. You know? So you gotta, you gotta, you know your girlfriend better than me. There's two options. If you think she's a reasonable individual, you go to her and you say, look, my ex... When I broke up with her, she said, here, have your shit back. You know, um, I just stumbled upon it the other day. I thought I, I would see if you want any of it um, because, you know, I bought it and, I, you know, I'd like you to have it if, if you want it. And if you don't want it, I completely understand. It might be a little bit weird. I'll get rid of it. And if you fucking say you're going to get rid of it, get rid of it. Just be honest, bro. Honesty is the best policy, bro. That's all there is to it. And if you think, if you, if you're getting sweaty, bro, and short of breath and nervous and you're getting dizzy and shit, thinking about telling the truth like this, bro, your girlfriend's either not reasonable and you maybe shouldn't be with her or you know that, no, no, that was a mistake because that's not unreasonable. That's not an unreasonable thing. If Rachel came up to me right now and said, oh, Clay, I bought this shirt for my ex. Um, we broke up and I've actually still got it would you like it? I would straight up say no. Just because I don't... Like, it's just... It is a bit weird. It is a bit weird. And I might think... I might even think that when I wear it, she's thinking of him or some shit. Nah, fuck that. So if she, if she doesn't... If she doesn't want that, you would understand that. And maybe even... Maybe even... I think it's fair, bro. You just gotta know... You gotta know your girlfriend. You got to know your girlfriend and know whether she would get upset with you saying that or not. Because if you think that she would, just fucking get rid of the shit. And if you think she'd be cool with it, um, yeah, take it to her and say what I've said 55 times already. I don't know why I repeated myself so much times just then. Especially when I said I want this to be a quick episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But you got, you got it. We need to move on, though. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem.
ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. See, we got a lot of advice today. Um, this is the last one here. Um, do you ever question if what you feel is real love? Um, and this is from. Do we have a name attached to this? Well, it says Frankie, but I think it's a woman. Um, I'm in love and happy with my boyfriend, but sometimes I question my feelings. Like, how can someone be sure that what they are experiencing is love and that they wouldn't love anyone else like their partner? I found it scary sometimes if I stop thinking about it. Now, I don't understand that last sentence, so I'm going to totally uh, just ignore that. Okay, so what I would say is um, just don't question it. I just wouldn't question it. And if you are questioning it, maybe you're sort of looking for an out. Maybe you don't really want to be there, you know, but I've been in love, uh, you know, 200, 200 or 300 times, bro. Uh, mostly, um, mostly with every girl I've ever met, you know, like I fall, I catch them feelings, bro. So quickly, dude. So quickly, bro. Um, so, and I, and I don't think that I look back probably, and I probably told two girls, probably two girls that I love them that I didn't really love, but I thought I did think it at the time, but then I look back, I'm like, nah, bro. Um, I didn't really love her, but I've loved, I've definitely loved, um, multitudes of women, bro. And that's fine. And that doesn't mean anything bad means they all get treated well. And that doesn't mean like, you know, if you're my girlfriend, that that's a bad thing that like, um, oh, he loves everybody though. Yeah. And you all get treated fucking good, bruh. So quit it. <laughs> but if you're questioning what you feel, it might be that you're looking for a way out or you think you can do better or you, maybe you don't feel like you're getting treated well enough. Um, but I don't think that you need to question your own feelings unless you're some sort of sociopath that's not really sure what feelings are. I don't know. Um, I never question what I feel. Uh, and that was your first question. Do you ever question if what you feel is real love? Nah, bro, I feel it. And I'm just like, shit, I love you, you know? And I fucking say that shit. And I say it all the time, bro. Um... And I also, every time I'm drunk with Lavelle, I always tell Lavelle that he's my brother and I love him too. And that's, um, that's no home loans. Um, and, um, yeah, bro. Or sis, what's your name? Frankie. It sounds like, I don't know. Cause you said boyfriend. I just immediately thought that you were good, but maybe you're gay. Uh, I don't know. Um, why is there so many androgynous names coming out, bro, that I don't know if you're a boy or a girl all the time? And I always, I always, I think every time I've done advice on this show, I always say, I don't know if you're a boy or a girl, maybe you're gay. <laughs> but, uh, Frankie, I wouldn't question it, man. If you think you're in love, you're in love. And if you don't, if you don't think you're in love, maybe you're not. But does that matter? Because maybe you will be. The only question is, are you happy? That's all that matters. And if you can't answer that, then that's when you got to start. That's when you when you got to start asking questions about whether you should be there and all that. Cause I was I was in a relationship where I thought I was happy, um. But I would call my friend all the time and I would just be like, saying like, oh fucking, 
this is happening and I'm really worried or like I'm really scared or I'm really upset. And be like, why? Like, here's a question for you, dog. Why are you with her? And I'd be like, man, she just makes me happier than anything. And he'd be like, could have fooled me, bro. Because we're always on the phone about how sad you are. And then I still didn't break up with her. Waited till she broke up with me, bro. And then you know what? You know what I realize now? Is if, like, I thought I loved her more than anything, bro. If she came back to me now and said, like, hey, look, I'm ready. I want this to work. Sorry about before, but I'm fucking, I'm, I'm good. I would just straight up be like, are you crazy, bro? You made me, like, just, I was miserable. And I, I just kept telling myself I was happy, you know? So you, I wouldn't worry about whether you're in love or not. Just whether we're... Just worry whether you're happy or not. And if you're not happy, that's, you know, you know what to do. And if you are happy, you also know what to do. And I hope, I hope, um, I hope that that was advice uh, and not me just turning everything into being about me. Cause I don't, I don't like to think that I'm that selfish, bro. But, um, I hope that worked. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Um, now I think. I think we got some fucking, yeah, we got some poor posh of the week, if you don't mind, Triple M. And that's, uh, that's going to be close to the end of the episode. Poor posh of the week. Oh, God. Well, what do you guys sent in today, dude? Um, oh, that's dope. That's a good news story. So I don't know why you've got that in the poor posh of the week inbox. Money making Mitch is making some mistakes. Um. Oh, guys, you guys, you guys don't even listen, do you? Because you're sending in some of the same shit. Oh man, and and I should name you for poor posture, but I won't. Look, we're just gonna do one poor posture today because you guys keep sending in the same shit. But I hate this. Okay, I hate the the headline here. Um. So we'll we'll talk about that. Ex-New Jersey cop gets probation after admitting to groping at bar. Victim plans $1 million lawsuit. And so the victim should, bro, because cops are supposed to be there to serve and protect. You know, and who sent this in? Blake. This is a man that sent this in. So shout out to Blake, man. And um, former Long Branch police officer who had pleaded guilty to groping a woman was sentenced to one year of probation and will be barred from public employment. Oh, that's not bad. But yeah, go sue them anyway. Don't, stop groping cats, bro. When you're a police officer, what's wrong with you, bro? Patrick D. Joyce, bro. And bro, and that just sounds like some sort of molester's name, bro. Patrick Joyce, bro. That's the wrong choice. You understand? Um. So, yeah, bro. Why are people groping, dude? How lonely? Is it like the thrill of like um doing the wrong thing? Is that part of it? I think it's got to be, bro, because it just oh, it fucking pisses me off. But that guy's got poor posture, bro, and I, I, I hate that. And you know what? Sometimes I feel bad about poor posture of the week because it's a pretty negative segment. So I'm going to pull up that good news story that I said about before. And I did see this on um, something. I think I saw it on Instagram or something this week, but someone sent it in. And this girl, um, she did a pizza party for the homeless. Um, instead of having a graduation party, and that's dope, bro. And that's something that uh, that that's something that um, welcome to the party would be interested in doing is a pizza party for the homeless or some dope shit like that. We got 
a text from Rach. What's she talking about? Oh, shit. She's having a good day at work, bruh. Today's going to be a good day. And before we go... And shout out to... What's her name? Let's get her name here for the um the pizza party girl. What's her name? Leanne Carrasco. And she sounds um Latina. And that's a dope story. And um, before we go, I'm just going to break down what's happening this weekend. This morning, in about three minutes, I'm going to watch the NBA. Then I'm going to pack my bags, bro. And I'm going to the uh, I'm going to the footy tonight. Crows versus Greater Western Sydney. We've got a box from Rachel's work, which is going to be dope. Then we're staying at the um, the Mayfair Hotel in the city. We're staying there two nights. We're going to like a bar opening tomorrow, and all this all this fly shit, bro. So I'm pretty excited for this. This is a long weekend, and then Monday come home and um, yeah, just chillax, bro. But I hope you guys have a good weekend planned and uh, all this. And not all of you have. Uh, not all of you have uh, public holidays this weekend, but some of you had it last weekend and some of you will have it next weekend. I don't know what country you all live in, but I know we're 14 countries deep here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Remember to tell a friend, tell a friend, and you could get a referral bonus to the charity of your choice. Um, you can find what charities we support already at uh, welcometothepotty.com slash charities. Um, what else, man? You know where to find us. We're welcome to the party on everything. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, bruh. Um, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good shit. Wherever you listen to the Welcome to the Potty podcast, your friends can listen to the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bruh. And um, stay humble, guys, and treat yourselves well, man. And I love you. And um, just remember, bruh, this is the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Bum, bum. Baby, welcome to